Hendricks Regional Health, your health care partner that has been nationally recognized for creating outstanding patient experiences, is proud to present Health Talks with HRH. Here's Melanie Cole. It may sound a little crazy, but children can get ill handling animals, even pets. The CDC recently released safety tips on interacting with animals at fairs and zoos and aquariums and such. My guest today is Sandy Benson. She is the infection preventionist at Hendricks Regional Health. Sandy, so what can animals, first of all, carry diseases that humans can catch? And if so, what ones? Absolutely. Animals can transmit uh, things to humans. For example, recently, uh, our local health department uh, identified uh, a case of, I guess you want to call it, uh, a pig transmitting uh, flu uh, to a human being. It can happen. Um, interacting with animals at fairs, zoos, and aquariums can be pretty educational and fun, but it's important to remember that animals sometimes carry harmful germs that can make us sick. Every year, uh, many people get sick after visiting animal exhibits. From uh, the year 2010 to 2015, there were about 100 outbreaks of illness in people linked to animals in public settings like zoos, fairs, and educational farms. And these were all reported to public health officials. Yikes. So do you think, in your opinion, that some of those outbreaks were because at those petting zoos, there's, you know, feces everywhere. And so you're kind of walking in it and you're petting an animal that maybe was just rolling in it or that the animals themselves have this. Is is it kind of a mixture of both? It can be a mixture of both. Um, Some of the most uh, common harmful germs that people get from animal exhibits are like E. coli, which usually you find it in stool. Uh, Cryptosporidium, you can find that as well. It's what we call a dirt water bug. And then salmonella infections. But there are many other types of germs that can spread between animals and people. If you forget to wash your hands after petting an animal or bring Uh, food or drinks into an area with animals, you increase your chance of getting sick. Even animals that look clean and healthy can carry harmful germs. And areas where the animals live or roam, as you said, can be contaminated. You don't have to even touch an animal to get sick. So are there certain animals that you would say, as an infection preventionist, you know what, don't even let your kids mess around with those animals. Are there certain ones that are more likely to carry diseases like a goat versus, you know, one of those little baby sheep or something that you see at some of these exhibits? Um, What I do recommend is you want to, if this is fair time, this is the time of year that most of us in the Midwest uh, visit fairs and we have exhibits and of course 4-H's going live. Uh, What you want to do is make sure that you keep apprised of any type of anything that's going around. For example, as I mentioned earlier, uh, we did have an evidence of a pig passing uh, swine flu to a human being. You want to make sure that you're aware of those kinds of things. And usually your health department will let you know that and will post signage to that. So I would say Be careful with your swine, for sure. Uh, With most animals, I think you're pretty good with 
like your chickens and uh, you're pretty, you don't want to have the children play in the chicken feces for sure. You don't want to do that. But most children limit it to just petting the llama or petting the sheep or petting a goat. And that's pretty harmless. Again, provided the child's hands are thoroughly washed or sanitized after contact with the animal. And again, you do want to make sure that the child doesn't put their hands in their mouth after contact with the animals. Very important. Um, They can look clean and healthy, but again, uh, where they are, there's feces, as you mentioned, there's food, and um, the animals can come in contact with other animals that may be sick. Sometimes they're sick and they don't look sick. That's true. Now, you know, there's always been, we've sort of always heard as parents about reptiles and that there are certain mm-hmm. reptiles that your children, whether it's salamanders or I don't even know what they are. So maybe you could tell us which of those reptiles we we should not really let our kids touch at all and which ones we just want to make sure that they really wash their hands really well. Well, absolutely. Reptiles have um, uh, uh, a reputation of having what we call salmonella. There have been a number of outbreaks uh, tracked back through to reptiles that have been sold in zoos or uh, that have been on exhibit. Um, I really caution, I know, Uh, kids will go through periods of time where certain things are popular. For example, lizards. Um, People will get on a kick that lizards, oh, they're attractive, they're pretty, but they do carry salmonella. Um, Oftentimes, um, bearded dragons, those bearded dragon lizards are pretty popular, pretty cool looking. They often carry salmonella on their skin. Turtles, you want to make sure that you're careful with turtles. Those things exist on the reptiles. They don't make the reptiles sick, but they can certainly make you sick if you get enough of the bacteria in your system. You also want to make sure that uh, there have been things tracked back to gerbils and hamsters. <laughs> you want that these are kind of cute little fuzzy things that kids enjoy and and have fun and play with, but you definitely want to make it very clear to them that hand washing and washing their hands anytime they touch the animal or you want to limit where the uh, animal is running around. You know, sometimes people think it's pretty cool to have your salamander or have your um, bearded dragon uh, walking around the house. Well, keep in mind that if they've got salmonella on their skin, they're going to uh, deposit it on your rugs, on your furniture, in your home. And you can certainly pick it up from there if you don't clean up behind them. I do recommend that if you're going to let them run around on surfaces, that you certainly make sure that you wipe down those surfaces with some sort of disinfectant wipe afterwards. And again, cautioning the children, making sure that they wash their hands or anyone who uh, is handling the pet washes their hands and really wash them pretty good with 20 seconds soap and water. Um, You also want to make sure you keep the pet environment as clean as you possibly can. Remember, if you don't change uh, the bedding, um, that uh, bacteria can collect and make it more difficult or more easily uh, for the animal to transmit whatever's on it uh, to the handler or to the surroundings as well. And you don't typically think of these these 
reptiles specifically as having it on their skin, but it's on their skin. And what about things like turtles that have a shell? Same thing with turtles. You'll remember they have uh, their little uh, tails and their little feet and, of course, their little heads that poke off. Uh, They go in water. And oftentimes, again, it's just something that naturally exists on their skin. Uh, They never really quite get rid of it. Some of them have more of the germs than others. Um, You can't bathe them to get rid of it. They just, it's something that's natural to them. So you want to make sure that if you've got the little turtles, the little geckos, the little lizards, you definitely want it. They're all in the same category as far as the types of germs that might live on their skin. And again, it doesn't make the pets typically sick, but it can certainly make a human being sick, especially if the human is a young child, you know, five years or under, and maybe haven't had contact uh, with reptiles or amphibians before. Um you know, the CDC really recommends that children under five years of age or younger that shouldn't have contact with reptiles, amphibians, or live poultry, including the baby chicks and ducklings, because these animals are pretty commonly associated with outbreaks of disease. So oftentimes, you know, it looks cute. The children want to touch them. They look fascinating, but they can be... Uh, harmful as far as making someone sick. Wow, it's enough to make you not want to even take your kids to those petting zoos or those sorts of things anyway. Now, what about our normal pets? Wrap it up for us, Sandy, with your best advice and add in our normal pets, our dogs and our cats and things that we have every day. Do we need to concern ourselves with those as well? The one thing you want to remember about your normal pets is remember that they do like to, you know, if you take them out for a walk, most of us have pups or dogs, they do like to roll in things (laughs) Uh, like dead animals. Yes, they do. Uh, Sometimes they like to roll in uh, animal poo. Uh, To them, it's a perfume. They enjoy it. And they're very proud to wear it. Well, if they've rolled in fox poo after a day at the doggy daycare and they're not bathed and you have your child to play with the animal, of course, they're going to pick up whatever's in the fox, you know, fox poo. Most animals, uh, you don't hear too many often about cats and dogs transmitting things to human beings. There are occasions that that could happen. But you do want to make sure that the child is taught very early on as one of the responsibilities of being a pet owner is to make sure that you wash your hands after playing with your pet. You want to make sure that you don't play with that pet and eat at the same time. Uh, You try to make sure that when you handle the pet's water bowls or you handle the pet's dog food, you're feeding them. You want to make sure that you wash your hands after doing that as well. Washing the pet's dishes, of course, uh, on a regular basis is pretty important as well. Uh, Pregnant women should avoid uh, changing cat litter. Uh, Cats can transmit things in their feces to pregnant women that could be harmful to the feces, to the fetus. So you do want to make sure that hand hygiene, clean bedding, uh, washing the animal bowls, very important for pet safety. And again, a big responsibility is performing hand hygiene after handling the pet. 
It is great advice and really interesting and so important for us all to hear, Sandy, especially things like the pregnant women shouldn't change cat litter and children under five just shouldn't even touch reptiles at all. So these are great recommendations by you and the CDC. Thank you so much for being with us today. As always, you are such a great guest. This is Health Talks with HRH, Hendricks Regional Health. For more information, please visit Hendricks.org. That's Hendricks.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks for tuning in.